Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grotential. I am with my dad, Doc. My name is Sarah. And the whole heartbeat of this podcast is so that we can grow into our full potential. One of the things that we love is that we believe God has designed us for a purpose and a plan in this life. And we don't want to waste it. We want to learn and grow. And so as we learn and grow, we want to share what we have been thinking about with you guys. And you would have joined us last time for the podcast on how to grow in your character. Uh, Dad, can you define for us what, when we're talking about character, what that looks like? Yes. Uh, the uh, word our culture uses is personality. Mm-hmm. And our personality is made up of certain character traits. Uh, uh, These character traits uh, uh, create the person that people know. Mm -hmm. So um, we're not going to do a podcast on it, but honesty is a character trait. Mm -hmm. And you become known as a person who is honest or you become known as a person who isn't honest. Um, So the character traits all work together to create our overall personality. Yeah. Okay, so last time we talked about spirituality, and the question around that was, how do I relate to God, and how do I think about God? Um, Very insightful, so I appreciate that. Today we're going to move on and go to self-awareness. Now, this one... um, I think is so healthy because if you think about who God is, how do I relate to him? And then you move on to self-awareness. Um, what's a question or a way that you think about self-awareness? So when I think about self-awareness, I, 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 I have two categories under it. The first is, do, am I aware of my strengths and weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Do I know, uh, the things about myself that when I'm working in that way, I have a chance to succeed. And the, do I know my weaknesses that if I get caught up in that, I don't have a chance to succeed. Yeah. And the other side of self-awareness is, um, am I aware of my healthy and unhealthy thought patterns? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start at the top then. Let's start with, am I aware of my strengths? If you are a self-aware person that comes easy for you, but maybe you're somewhere in between, <laughs> somewhere mediocre, maybe you're just not self-aware at all. So what are some good indicators of these are the strengths in my life? So if I'm totally not self-aware, I probably should start with one of these. Uh... You know, it's funny is no one's going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to be like, I have no self-awareness. <laughs> well, their friends might say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 a place to start, I'll, I'll rephrase that. A place, a good place for anyone to start is, instead of trying to figure it all out yourself, take one of these uh, uh, strengths tests. Yeah. They're all over out there. You can do them online. Yeah. At, I'm a big fan of the Enneagram right. test. And, and it will tell you. You tend to be better at this. Yeah, your strengths. And you you will tend to thrive in this kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And you will tend not to be as good in this. So you can take a self test and get 
a beginning place to start working. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you maybe get that test then and you find out some of your strengths. So for me, passion is one of my strengths. I, um, I enjoy fun. I value it and that it comes more naturally to me when I'm healthy. Um, so when you kind of know your strength, then how do you lean into it? How do you mature it or grow it or because this is about how do we grow our character so how do we grow in our strengths all right you let's take your um you do have the character strength you make things fun Mm -hmm. all right thank you let's um let's put ourselves in a meeting and um uh all of a sudden you're self-aware and you say we're doing this in the most miserable way we can do it. Yeah. Uh, we can do this in a more fun way. Mm-hmm. In that moment, you, you say, I'm not going to win if we keep doing it in this miserable way. Yeah. But if I can reset the tone and, and I can bring some fun to this, we're going to do much better. Mm-hmm. But it's that in the moment awareness that... I don't do well when we work in a miserable way. Yeah. I do better when we figure out how to do it in a more fun way. Yeah. Yeah, we just did uh, the, a plan, and we called it Plan and Play because we did Campus First Campus Pickleball Tournament. So if you were on the staff, you had to pick another staff member from your campus, and then the last people standing – which I One. heard, by the way, was you <laughs> and Jeremiah. You heard correctly. You are listening to the pickleball champion of Christ Church. I like to rub it into the staff as much <laughs> as possible. The truth is I picked the right partner. <laughs> he carried me on his back. His back hurt after that game. <laughs> well, community is a uh, good character trait. And we might get there. Okay, so I love that. I love, like, what are your strengths and how do you lean into them? How do you make the atmosphere around you better because of your strengths and what you have to offer? What do you think one of your biggest strengths is? Uh, I think uh, uh, pushing for options. Mm-hmm. If, 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 we, if we're in a meeting and we're trying to solve something and we get – stuck on one option I don't do well there Mm -hmm. that's not a um that's not an area I thrive in Mm -hmm. but if we have a couple of options and then we start strategizing around those two options and then some of one some of the strategy goes from one to the other and um I always feel like we have a chance of winning in in the hardest things we're doing when when we create options yeah it's interesting. I just listened to a podcast on this and when you have either or you're always kind of in a bad spot. You know, do I um do I I fire them or keep them? Do I uh stay go whatever the options are. But when you put yourself in that predicament, you're you're in a bad spot. And they say you always need to look for the third, the fourth, the fifth option. Yes. And you have been good at that because I think you always push us to go farther than we think we're capable of. I think that's one of your biggest strengths is um, you have a history of it in your whole life of pushing 
mentoring, uh, teaching, and it's a capacity that says that you've got more in you than you know. God is with you. There's like yes. you have a strength of pushing people beyond. You're a wonderful mentor in that in that way. Okay, so now let's say I, I'm leaning into my strengths. I'm, I'm bringing what I can offer to the table and making things better around me. But now what do I do to really uh, figure out and be self-aware in my weaknesses? Because this is a blind spot for most people. I heard another pastor, Andy Stanley, say that in most criticisms, there's some truth sometimes in it. So there's an ounce of truth in it. And um, growing up, everyone said, Sarah, you're a know-it-all. Sarah, I say the sky's blue. You say, no, it's light blue. (laughs) And I was always annoyed with Do I know the guy who said that? (laughs) It was my dad, for those of you listening. But there was truth laced in that, that I do always kind of have that edge of, I somehow know better, you know, and as I grew and had to become more self-aware, sometimes that's fun and sometimes that's silly, but sometimes that's really annoying, you know, (laughs) sometimes when I only have my one option and I think it's right. Um, So when you, when you come to terms with, okay, there are areas that maybe several people have said it in different ways, maybe that's an indicator that that's an area that you should look at. What's another indicator or how do you think about your weaknesses? Like, because it can be such a blind spot, how can we see it? I begin to ask myself, what do my, uh, uh, what do my uh, ineffective uh, uh, times have in common? So, Maybe the, the, I'm ineffective at home. Maybe I'm ineffective at work. Maybe I'm in. What what do these what do these ineffective times have mm-hmm. in common? Yeah. Uh, and if I can start seeing, well, it's not work. It's me being ineffective. It's not home. It's me being ineffective. Then I start recognizing the weaknesses that make me ineffective. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of my weaknesses is, uh, I can, I can, I have a limited capacity to listen to complaining. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, if I have to listen Even to your own, yeah, yeah. I get tired of hearing <laughs> yeah, my like own I'm self. sick of my own voice. I said to yeah. myself, shut up. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the complaining, uh, uh. If I had better character, I could categorize that complaining in a different way, and it wouldn't have the same effect on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it wouldn't be a weakness. Yeah. I would be handling it, right? right? Um, uh, I have a limited capacity. When something goes wrong, I don't want excuses. Mm-hmm. I want to say... We're going to drill into it. We're going to figure out why it happened and we're going to create a structure so it doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a very great weakness when somebody says, well, there was nothing we can do about it. Yeah. That does not bring out the best in me. 
I remember being a little girl and we would say, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. And you would say, you have to mean not to. <laughs> it was one of those things that it, like, I was like, I'm never going to say that to my children. And now I'm a mom and I'm like, no, you don't understand. You have to mean not to. <laughs> the purposeful shift, right? Okay. So, so you, you dig in, you, you, I love this idea of where am I ineffective consistently? It's like, if you're mad at everybody, maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe it's you. Yeah. So you take this internal look. Okay. And then you can start to understand, or you can start to see the, the signals of like, Oh, I'm living in that weakness. And I think it starts in that third part that you were talking about, or that second part is, are, how are my patterns of thought? Are they healthy or are they unhealthy? Talk to us about that. Um, I often, I used to think that uh, things happened uh, and uh, my success was based on how I reacted to them. Uh, okay, I've come to believe that it's not the things that are happening. It's the thought patterns I bring to what is happening. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it's not, uh, we had a huge bill that we didn't expect. Uh, uh, it's not the bill that we didn't expect. It's what thought patterns do I bring to that bill? Mm-hmm. Do I bring thought patterns, unhealthy thought patterns to that bill? Oh, here we go again. We're never going to have enough. That means we're going to have to cut the budget over here. Or do I bring a thought pattern? Um, this is a bump in the road. Uh, we're going to handle it effectively. Uh, we're going to come out on the other side of this, and we're going to have a sense of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just two different, radically different ways of thinking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. One is healthy, one is unhealthy. Yeah. Sadly, these pat these uh, uh, these uh, thoughts become patterns. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not self-aware, I can be in an unhealthy thought pattern for days and weeks at a time. Yeah. The loop keeps playing and playing. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is if you aren't self-aware, because this is one of the areas I'm trying to grow in, is I'll let that loop play and play and play, and I don't even know it's playing. Yeah. And I feel run down. I feel discouraged. I feel angry, whatever that emotion is or whatever the loop's playing. I think my, my... sense is like I underperformed or I wasn't good enough in some way and so I play that loop and play that loop and then I'm discouraged um why'd God call me at all (laughs) you know what I mean and then you got to be self-aware to even stop and hear that the loop is playing I remember this I remember I was in my 20s I think um uh my husband and I were in just a tough spot and I remember coming to you and just feeling de-energized. And you said, you said, well, what's your thought life like? And I literally thought, I don't know. I don't even know what you mean. Like, what are you telling yourself? That's what you said. What are you telling yourself? And 
I had to take a couple days and literally listen, literally write down what thoughts are in my head. When I wake up, what's my first thought? When I'm um, taking the kids to school, what's my thought? Like, what am I telling myself? It's a good question to ask yourself. Yes, it is. And then you got to be self-aware. Okay, I'm telling myself the wrong thing. So how do you how do you replace that? What how do you start to tell yourself the right thing? Well, Shay will tell you that I talk to myself. <laughs> there are times that I say out loud to myself, "Stop." Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Uh, there there are times I'll say to myself, "Start over." This is not healthy thinking. Now start over. You're going to think about this, but you're, you're going to think about it in a different way. You know, it's funny being your daughter. I heard you say these statements our whole life. I'm made of steel or nothing can hurt me or I've never been sick a day in my life. Like I hear you say these mantras and as I grow up and like learned about the different seasons of your life, not just as your daughter, but more as like your partner in ministry, I realized, oh, these are mantras. These are, I'm made of steel is hurtful things are coming your way, but you are made of steel is the mantra you would tell yourself. And that's so healthy. I it think is that's healthy. awesome. It's, um, it, um, self-awareness and thought patterns, um, are the, uh, are the biggest indicator whether you're going to win or lose. Because mm -hmm. if you can't think healthy in your head, you're not going to uh, get the best ideas. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to see opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to acknowledge mistakes and correct them. Yeah. When you're thinking healthy... Ah, you see the world differently. Mm -hmm. You see opportunities. Mm -hmm. You see, okay, that's on me. I, I, I gotta make. I gotta improve my game there. Yeah, that's on me. I gotta go talk to that person to make it right. When I'm thinking healthy, all that makes sense. When I'm not thinking healthy, it's not on me. It's them. Right. Uh, it's not. Uh, I don't get the same opportunities other people get. Life isn't fair. Victim uh, mentality. That person cheated me. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing, nothing healthy comes from that. Yeah. And like you said, the tragedy is, Sarah, we can be stuck in that thought pattern and not be even aware that it's ruining our lives. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's almost like if you are the victim in every piece of your life, then you really need to take a look and say, is this something, is this a weakness that I need to become more aware? Um, when you think about uh, like the books you've read or tools, I, I'm thinking I've read two books that I would highly recommend. I'm currently going to be taking our staff through one. It's Mind Shift. Um there's a tagline to it, but I don't remember. Called Mind Shift. It doesn't take a genius to think like one. And it's Erwin McManus. Um, it's short chapters. They're like two or three pages. So it's real digestible. And he just has stories that go along with it. So it's a very easy read. But the, it's a mind shift. 
And uh, he talks about how we limit ourselves. It's not normally the things around them or the circumstances around us, but we do the limiting by the way we think. Yes. And so it's a really good book. Highly recommend it. The second one I think I've talked about on here before is um, Craig Rochelle, Winning the War in Your Mind. Now, this one is very, very, uh, you, there's, there's exercises at the end of each chapter that if you do them, you are, you're going to set yourself up for success and trying to think much healthier and being able to identify the wrong thoughts and claim the right ones. So I highly recommend those two books. Um, do you have anything that you would recommend along those lines? I've, we've used several books on self-talk. Yeah. So self-talk is an interesting way of labeling how you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the name of the books right off the top of my head. Well, maybe we can find them and put them in the notes. But, I mean, if podcasts. you look up self-talk on uh, Amazon, You'll find the, the books. books will come up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I, I think when you think about this self-awareness, it leads into, I think, what our next podcast is going to be on, how to grow your character. And we're going to talk more about courage. Um, do I face the world from a position of courage or fear? Um, this always has my heartbeat. And I think you and Chet did a podcast on courage that was incredibly helpful. We did. And so we are going to ask the question, do I face the world from a position of courage or fear? So I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. And I think we're going to do worldview with that one, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to put courage and worldview together. Yeah, I really am looking forward to this worldview. It's how do I understand reality? Listen, if this podcast has been helpful, would you please share it with someone or pass it along? Maybe put it on social media. We would really appreciate it. We uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And we pray that God does something awesome in your life that you can become more self-aware and let your character grow. We hope you feel the goodness of God today. God bless.